0: Welcome to the podcast, Filled with His Love, the only podcast that draws upon both religion and psychology to help you strengthen your attachment relationships. Here's your host, Dr. Russ Osgothor, Emeritus Professor of Instructional Psychology and Technology, author and speaker. His latest book, entitled Filled with His Love, Strengthening Our Attachment to God and to Others, is available on Amazon now. For this podcast today, I am drawing upon a couple of excerpts from a book I wrote a number of years ago called The Education of the Heart. I think these excerpts, these experiences that I'm going to recount from this book, fit so well with the topic of building up the soul. So the essayist and poet Wendell Berry, I might add if you've never read him, I would highly recommend it, a wonderful writer tells about an experience in his childhood when he acted out of love toward his friend Nick, an African-American servant who lived and worked on Barry's Kentucky farm in the 1940s. So this is taking place a long time ago. Nick was Barry's friend, one who took him camping and fishing. Because Nick was black, he could not, therefore, be invited to Wendell's birthday party. But Wendell sent Nick an invitation anyway. Wanting to be kind to Wendell but also needing to adhere to the social rules of the time, Nick decided to quit work early and come and sit, quote, on the cellar wall, quote. In Barry's words, by that time, even I had begun to sense the uneasiness I had created. I had done a thing more powerful than I could have imagined at the time. I had scratched the wound of racism. And all of us, our heads beclouded in the social dream that all was well, we feeling the pain. It was suddenly evident to me that Nick neither would nor could come into the house and be a member of the party. My grandmother, to her credit, allowed me to follow my instincts in dealing with the situation, and I did. I went out and spent the time of the party sitting on the cellar wall with Nick. It was obviously the only decent thing I could have done. If I had thought of it in moral terms, I would have had to see it as my duty. But I didn't. I didn't think of it in moral terms at all. I did simply what I preferred to do. If Nick had no place at my party, then I would have no place there either. My place would be where he was. The cellar wall became the place of a definitive enactment of our friendship, in which by the grace of a child's honesty and man's simple-hearted generosity, we transcended our appointed roles. I like the thought of the two of us, sitting out there in the sunny afternoon, eating ice cream and cake, with all my family and my presence in there in the house without me. I was full of a sense of loyalty and love that clarified me to myself as nothing ever had before. It was a time I would like to live again. When we act out of love, we clarify ourselves to ourselves. We come to know who we really are, what really matters, and how important attachments are. So this was a time Barry wanted to recapture because it was a time I believe when he experienced his own what I call the education of the heart. He discovered something inside himself that he hadn't known was there and he had acted on it. He was learning what we all must learn to want to do what we ought to do. Although he could not have articulated it at the time his question of the heart centered on the whys of racism, and when he scratched the surface, he began to answer his own question, at least in part. If the rules of racism meant that Nick could not come inside, then Barry would go outside to be with him. When we act out of love, freely, without coercion, and without fear, we not only draw closer to one another, but we draw closer to God. We build up the soul. Barry did not consciously intend to build up Nick's soul, but by acting out of love, that is exactly what he did. Barry said he would never forget that day. But I'm sure Nick would have said the same thing. He would never forget it either. Barry did more than show a little friendship. He made sure Nick knew that Barry thought he was much more important than the party going on inside his home. So we build up each other's soul even when we don't intend to do it. Simply by acting out of love and we can build up the soul of another at any age. Barry and Nick were young boys at the time. But I also remember an experience when someone built up my soul. While teaching at BYU, I took a professional leave for a semester to study with a colleague in France. The professor who helped me He helped me make all the arrangements for our stay. His name was Michel de Beauvais, a very French name and a very French person, I might add. He helped us find housing and kind of watched over us while we were in Paris. He was a mentor, a friend, someone I will never forget. He was not a member of our church, but he treated us as if we had known each other forever. Before traveling to Paris with my family, I made an exploratory visit to make sure everything would be in order for our longer stay. During that week, Michel showed me around and helped me become acquainted with those I'd be working with. One day, he escorted me on a tour of several educational institutions in Paris. After we had visited an educational research facility, which he helped to actually create, he asked if I would like to see the École Normale Supérieure. I told him that I would enjoy seeing the school, but that I would be happy to see it on my own since he had already spent so much time with me that day. He insisted that he personally introduce me to the school. As we approached the gate, a guard allowed us to enter through a back walkway because the school was closed for spring vacation. The building itself was square, surrounding an open courtyard with a traditional fountain in the center. Again, a very French-looking place. Michel invited me to sit with him on a bench just in front of the fountain. The wind was blowing, so the water from the fountain would throw a gentle spray our way from time to time. I could sense immediately that the school meant more to him than the research institution we had previously visited, even though he had helped create that institution. The École Normale Supérieure, was not just another French educational establishment, it was his school. He described how he had been one of 30 applicants out of 1,000 to be admitted when he was finishing his studies at the Lycée over 50 years earlier. But that as soon as he began at the school, he was called to serve in the French Resistance during World War Two. Rather than spending his first year at the school, he spent it as an undercover soldier in the Swiss Alps, trying to repel the Germans. He further explained that this was the school of many of the modern political leaders of France, and that Sartre had taught there before gaining recognition as a renowned philosopher, proponent of existentialism. In the space of half an hour, This man had shared something of French military history and educational history as well as something of himself with me. When we come to know someone else more fully, we come to a deeper understanding of our own reason for being. Earlier that same day, sensing my need to master French educational terms, Michel had begun keeping a list of words with definitions in French so that I could better understand the lecture sessions we were attending. Anytime we went through a door, he motioned for me to pass first. He noticed that I did not have a warm enough coat. So he brought one of his coats to me and insisted that I use it while I was in Paris. One morning, when we went for our petit déjeuner, our breakfast, at the local bakery shop, He complimented the woman at the cash register on the quality of her croissant rolls. These were spontaneous acts on his part. They were his natural responses to those around him. During the week I spent with him, I learned much about the French educational system, but I learned even more about what it means to be educated. Thinking back on that experience in Paris... I can't help comparing it with Wendell Berry, sitting with Nick on the fence. Berry was, in one sense, taking care of Nick, making sure he knew that Berry was watching out for him. Likewise, Michelle, sitting with me on that bench in that courtyard, was doing the same thing. He surely had other things he could have been doing, but he chose to spend his day making sure I felt comfortable in a city I'd never lived in before. He was building up my soul, just as Barry was building up Nick's soul. And the miracle of building up another's soul is that your soul is always built up at the same time. When we exert ourselves to see through the other's eyes, when we place their needs before our own, we begin to see things more clearly ourselves. And we may reprioritize our own needs. Attachments to friends and mentors are important, and so we should do all we can, do whatever we can, every day that we can, to befriend and to mentor those in our circle of acquaintance. I hope you will find some new ways to reach out to others, as Barry reached out to Nick, or as Michelle reached out to me.